Well, Fijians have voted today in what is the Pacific Island nation's third democratic election since 2013. Incumbent Prime Minister Frank Bainimarama has been in power since leading a military coup in 2006. His nearest rival is former Prime Minister Sitaveni Rambuka, who is also a former coup leader. Polls have closed and provisional results from more than 1,400 polling stations across the country are set to pour in. Joining me now from Suva is ABC reporter Lethe Mavono. Good evening, Lethe. Good evening, Kat. It's good to be with you. Thank you for joining us. Look, before we start on the substantive election issues and possible outcomes, can you tell us a little bit about the media blackout you've been working against since Sunday? It sounds pretty extreme. It has been, uh, and I, as I understand it, it's it's a little unusual for this side of the world. But yes, we've had restrictions on political campaigning primarily, but what that meant is that most election media coverage um, in the last two days leading up to this morning's uh, polls were also affected. Um, for those of us covering the, the Fijian general elections for um, international media or, or, for example, for the ABC, uh, it meant that all of our stories of over the last uh, couple of days have had to have been geo-blocked. The idea behind that is to give voters, um, you know, the headspace, the, the freedom, I suppose, from aggressive campaigning to be able to make um, their decisions. Uh, and so it's been very strict and uh, was lifted when the polls ended. So what are you expecting tonight? Do you have uh, any idea about early results yet? Um, right now, all we are getting is um, information or, or, you know, the opportunity to look at the ballot boxes coming in. We're seeing how the count is taking place and we're very aware of how efficient the, the Fijian Elections Office have been in terms of um, the actual mechanics behind things. But too early at this point to know what the results will be. We do know a few things, though, and glaring is the fact that the voter turnout has been quite low, okay. lower than it was in 2018 when we had 70% of voters. About an hour away from the close of polls, we were only just above 50%. So right now, that's the biggest thing. And has the polling been relatively peaceful and accessible? Very. Um, the Fijian Elections Office have been extremely um, accessible to people. The polling stations are great. We have uh, more than 90 multinational observers from 16 countries looking to make sure that, you know, that is actually the case. Although their assessment of how uh, great things have been won't come out until uh, later on in the year. Uh, we have seen, though, that there are polls everywhere. There are free public transportation services available for people, you know, to get to the polling station. And uh, from what we saw throughout the day, it was very easy, very quick. Five minutes is what a lot of people were saying from, you know, when I got out of my car to when I got back in. So uh, pretty smooth um, elections process is, is what we've observed. We know that this is a contest between two former military coup leaders. Can you tell us a little bit about the two main uh, people here vying to be prime minister? Sure. So the tussle is between um, Commodore Frank Manmarama and, of course, Major General Sitiveni uh, Lingamamandarambuka, both of them having been um, commanders of Fiji's um, substantive uh, army and, and military presence. And so uh, it's really between the two of them. Uh, of course, Mr. Rambuka is in a coalition with the National Federation Party, um, largely seen here as being, you know, um, a liberal party and of late has been quite popular as well. 
well. Uh, but it, it really is between the two of them. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rama, of course, is the sitting prime minister, um, whose coup was in 2006, and Mr. Rambuka's was in 1987. Mm. Well, we know Rambuka went up against Bainimarama in the last elections in 2018. What are his prospects thought to be this time around? Well, this time around, um, uh, much of the analysis has been around the fact that his coalition with the National Federation Party, uh, Fiji's oldest party, uh, has given him uh, much uh, much more strength than maybe in the last uh, elections. And so it's certainly how things are looking now. There's a lot of groundswell um, for this particular coalition, and there's a lot of reason to believe that they are stronger now than they were in 2018. Uh, but uh, time will tell at this time tomorrow we should know for sure if, if that's actually turned out the way a lot of people have analysed it to be. Reporter Lethe Mavono is here talking about today's Fiji election on RN Drive. You're with Catherine Robinson. Lethe, what have been the main political issues during this election campaign? What do Fijians care the most about? I think that, that Fiji is, is, you know, not unlike uh, the other economies of the world reeling from the impact of COVID-19. So a lot of that economic impact, the, the way that the cost of living has spiralled, um, is, is a large uh, um, election issues here. Everywhere we've been, that has been uh, the strongest message coming out from voters is we would like a government who can get us out of this situation we're in. Um, the poverty rates here in Fiji is at its highest uh, unemployment came up very strong throughout the day today as we talked to voters. Uh, people want to see change as well. That's an overwhelming uh, strong message that's come out over the last several days since we've been out and about talking to people. They're seeing um, improvement or room for improvement rather in, in terms of governance. Uh, but this interesting is, is, is a thread that continues to go through Fijian politics, you know, through the generation and that's a desire to see racial harmony and a desire to see a peaceful transition of power. Mm. So then what kind of political and economic problems does the next government of Fiji face? I think uh, very high on, on the agenda of um, the candidates contesting the elections now is the realisation that our GDP per capita and our GDP per de to debt ratio is very high at the moment. So uh, that's a glaring situation that um, they will have to um, encounter. Uh, we also have uh, an unemployment issue. Um, lots of young people, well-educated, because this government has enjoyed um, you know, the, the, the hallmark of having provided education for for or high school and primary school for free and providing lots of opportunities for people to access tertiary education like they wouldn't have before. But there's a glaring gap between you know when they've come out with their diplomas to jobs and um, the wage rate is still you know pretty low here in Fiji three dollars an hour is our minimum rate uh, and that's something that the government that um, inherits power mm. will have to tackle because it's what people want taken care of the fastest. Well, what about navigating the intensifying geopolitical competition between China and the West? How big a role will that play in the future? 
Look, I think the geopolitical uh, tensions um, uh, between the, the between the West that's, that's had an impact on the decisions being made here in the Pacific is something that people are aware of. Uh, but right now, it's the bread and butter issues. It's who mm. can ensure jobs, who can put food on the table, or or give people the access to opportunities that helps them to provide, you know, these things for their for their families. But there is a, a big realization and a big appreciation for how our uh, alliances and with whom we make these alliances uh, can have an impact on, you know, people's ability to satisfy basic needs and wants. Uh, but it's certainly not as big as, um, say, climate change um, and the ability uh, to to formulate um, economic policies that results in jobs, that results in uh, better wages for, for Fijians. Just finally, Letha, will Frank Barnimarama accept defeat if he loses this election? Of course, other words he used when asked today by Australian media who were with us. He said, of course, and he stopped at that. Um, he did say, however, in the same place that he was very confident of winning again. So it does remain to be seen. A busy 24 hours coming up for you nonetheless. Uh, Lethe Mavono, ABC reporter in Suva, Fiji. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me, Kath. We'll talk again soon. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.